Elena. Hello everyone, welcome back to the Kaiba podcast. This is the first episode of season 4. Thank you for all the listeners for sticking with us through the entire three season. This will be our fourth season beginning this semester. Also, the new semester has just begun. And APU and uh, BEPU has been welcoming all the international students. Japan has finally opened its border. Cherry blossoms have been blooming for the past few weeks. Um, also, um, this episode will be in English, but uh, for our Japanese listeners, please stay tuned because our next episode will be in Japanese and we might even do an episode with both English and Japanese. And finally, uh, the two months of spring break has finished. Uh, students from APU went all around Japan during the winter break, uh, winter break as well as their spring break. And for today's episode, me along with uh, our co-host Shastam invited some of our APU colleagues to discuss how is their experience traveling as an international student in Japan. But before we introduce our two guests, I would like Shasta to ask, how was your spring break, Shasta? It was great. Um, I'm working on my thesis right now, so just the stress of not even doing it, just procrastinating on it is uh, it was not good, but like I went to a lot of places. I went to Fukuoka and then Osaka, Nara, Kyoto, and um, Hiroshima. So it was pretty fun. Right now, I'm really not looking for our last semester to begin, but it was great. How about you? Uh, first of all, that's amazing. Like so many places and yeah, I get the thesis talk as well. Like, I just want to escape from that. I, I finished job hunting, got a job. And for that celebration, uh, me and my roommate and along with a few friends, we went to uh, Miyazaki. I tried scuba diving, which was scary, kind of. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was kind of scary because um, the thing, the, the oxygen tank, it was very heavy. And it was my first time scuba diving. But it was great. It was good. I wouldn't say it was a great experience. I would... I heard that um, Okinawa has better scuba uh, diving lessons to offer. So maybe in future, I might go to Okinawa. I don't know. I don't know. I make plans that never happen. Uh, but yeah, enough about us. Let's move on to our guests. Uh, so we have Raihan and San today. Thank you guys for being here. So um, how was your spring break? Did you guys do anything interesting? Did you travel somewhere? All right. So yeah, I had fun. Oh, before that, probably let me introduce myself first. So... Hello, my name is Raihan. I'm from Indonesia. I'm a second year, second semester student. Yeah, this coming semester. My major, I'm still deciding, so don't talk about my major first. So, about winter break. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got lots of things to uh, say. But I think, San, please uh, introduce yourself first, I think. Oh, hi guys. I'm San from Myanmar and I'm APM in my third year, second semester. And I had a really good break and I do learn about uh, a lot of things from a lot of people as well as for myself. Okay. Yeah, so Shasta and uh, I, I was telling Shasta before, like uh, during this episode um, making, like I am, I was seeing everyone with their Instagram posts about them traveling throughout Japan like of course they couldn't travel outside but during the winter break as well as the spring break which is gonna end tomorrow which is very scary but yeah everyone I saw everyone was traveling around in Japan so I also saw Rehan's insta story about his travels to Hokkaido so like I know what happened but would you like to tell our listeners what happened in Hokkaido during your winter break 
Okay, so yeah, you got me there. Okay, so Hokkaido was Hokkaido was a really amazing trip. Not because it's 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 Hokkaido, but more because of the circumstances. So just first of all, uh, before I went there with my friends, and they were like me and uh, the other eight boys. So just that it was already incredible, right? And also we got uh, financial aid from the government and JASO. So actually, the Hokkaido trip was, I think it's really a miracle because it was free, <laughs> right? I, I didn't have to spend. I didn't have to spend any money, right? <laughs> well, not technically, but <laughs> yeah. So just with these two facts, it was just it's already, it's already like things started to be very, very going like uphill, and it was really uh, amazing experience. Uh, more because of the circumstances. What was the circumstance? We want to hear the bad experience. Okay, well. okay, okay. So for Hokkaido, we were trying to at least visit three different cities, right? Sapporo, Asahikawa, and what else? The other one, Niseko, skiing for skiing, right? But apparently, the whole three cities gonna take about seven days for the whole trip. But because this February. The weather was so unpredictable, and our flight got cancelled for three days. For another three days, so we ended up having another city added to our to-do list, which was uh, Chisote. Actually, eh, Chitose, Chitose. It was the city of the airport itself. That's why it's Chitose Airport, and then we traveled around Chitose too. It was. It took a lot of money because of the added three days, but still, it was free, right? <laughs> <laughs> the government might help us, so I don't really feel the pain. <laughs> yeah, that's for no, like, uh, like you know, when the typhoon or the hurricane happened, like, what was your reaction when they say, "Oh, uh, your flight is cancelled. You guys have to stay." Like, what was your first thought? Uh, for me, I didn't really think about anything because I don't have anything to do after that. My whole spring break was like really free. So, but with my friends, they really, they really stress out because they have, uh, they had so many arrangements af- just after the supposed seven days trip. So that's why they were very stressed out, and then they they needed to come back to Beppo as soon as possible. But to be honest, our reaction first that we actually know knew that. Hokkaido, it's really far up north, so the weather there was really unpredictable, and we weren't there for the whole winter, right? We knew that things gonna be running out, out of plans, but still, until three days, that's the scariest part because I already thought that probably we need to take the Shinkansen train from Hokkaido all the way to Kyushu because if no airplanes leaving Hokkaido in these three or four days, it's gonna be a bit. Bad for us because our money's already run out. Even though it's government money still, so we were already thinking about train from Shinkansen, and then it was gonna be a very Taihang trip. I think if we were uh, had that arrangement. Right. I think especially traveling during the winters in Japan, we have to prepare for unexpected problems, especially if you are like a first time traveler here. Because uh, even when I was traveling to Tokyo during the winter, because the It snowed a day before. The roads were blocked, so I missed my flight, and I had to stay in Oita for like an additional day, and like you know, miss out like one day uh, of my Tokyo trip. So, um, yeah, well, you know, you can't really do much about it. True, true, yeah. true, true. What What about Sun? Like, uh, I heard from Suli that you know you've been to so many interesting places that uh, most people here might probably not have been to. 
Yeah, because um, I rem- I I see San's Instagram feed and it's filled with her traveling all around Japan and it's so aesthetic. That's why I was like so intrigued to ask you like how do you plan your travels and did anything unexpected ever happen? So basically, my goal to travel in Japan is like before I graduate, I want to go to every places. So far, I have been to everywhere in Kyushu, and my last. My last place that I've been in Kyushu is Okinawa. Like recently, I came not recently, but I came up in Okinawa in the middle of March. It was a very fun trip. The thing is, like before I go to Okinawa, my friends and all the people around me keep saying that Okinawa is cold right now. You shouldn't go. You should go in the middle of April, so the weather will be good and you can swim and stuff. They were saying that to me, like a lot of people saying that to me. So I thought it would be cold. So what I do is I, I bring a lot of hot clothes in the airport. It's so hot, like. I feel like I'm back to my country. Yeah, it was very hot, and I have no summer clothes. I have only like two pieces of summer clothes, and I kind of buy some summer clothes and wear in Okin to wear in Okinawa because everything is cold and sweater and stuff, and it's really hot there, and it was very unexpected. And one funny thing about Okinawa is we used to have a bus card, right? Like Nimoka, Sugoka. But in Okinawa, they have a Oki card. You cannot use the card that you use usually use in Japan. I thought like if we have one card, we can use all over the Japan. But it turned out to be that they have Oki card. The name is Oki card, and the yellow like like a umoshiroi color, and you can only use that card in Okinawa. But like I, I came for Okinawa for like a week to travel. Like I'm not gonna use forever. And that Oki card you cannot use in outside of Okinawa either. Ah. So I'm not gonna make that card. I just <laughs> whenever I get up from the bus, I just you know the cries, counting cries and stuff. It was kind of mendoza. And they in Okinawa, I kind of forgot that there are three types of bus. In Beppu, there's only one type of bus, right? Uh, I only experienced two kind, but which are uh, one is like the the amount of money gets fixed, and the one other one is not fixed. And there's another one as well, according to what I research, but I couldn't experience about that. And the thing is like um you know in Beppu we are used to enter the bus from the back door. Not the front door, so we are like lining up from the back door, and we are looking up for the door to open, but the door didn't open. You know? <laughs> it's so funny. We're looking at the door, and the people on the bus are looking to us, and we're like, "Why are they looking to us and stuff?" And in Okinawa, there's the American Village, um, American Village, which I actually. I've never been to America, but which I actually feel like, oh damn, this is America, you know, because like all the food stuff, like everything's American styles, and and also like I feel like Okinawa people really like correct that like Okinawa is not like Japan; it's completely different than Japan. No, I actually heard about the transportation problem in Okinawa. That's why one of my friends, she went to a driving school to get a license so she can drive in Okinawa because like the transportation system is not very connected as other Japanese city. Um, I think in Okinawa because um the indigenous people they're not really um 
like traditionally Japanese, right? Like Japan kind of colonized Okinawa and even within the state itself, um, like they're kind of neglected by the Japanese government. So maybe like all these social problems or like issues with transportation, maybe, you know, the negligence of the Japanese government could be like one of the reasons mm. I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And one more thing like, <clears throat> like in, not really in Tokyo, but I think people are also do it in Tokyo, like when you call the taxi. Like, you know, you do it like, <laughs> like that in Okinawa, it's work. Like, everywhere there's taxi. Maybe people use taxi more than the bus, and I think taxi there is much cheaper than in Vatican. Oh, mm-hmm. like, um, from the downtown Naha city to the airport, it was close around only 2000. Like, it's kind of like a 30 minute drive. Oh, that's pretty cheap, maybe more than 30 minutes. Like to the airport, so yeah, it's pretty cheap there. And people are like, oh, I was like, you know, <laughs> I was people are doing that a lot on the road. Like, uh, in the morning, like you were drank last night, right? You sleep somewhere else in the road, and then in the morning, people are calling taxi a lot. Like that. Now sometimes, like the taxi drivers know that they just open the door and they just get in. You know, you don't even need to call or whatever. Oh. It's so convenient in the ways of taxi but in the ways of best so no 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 i didn't know that i thought like in japan taxi will be always expensive but mm. turned out to be okinawa is <clears throat> different i, I just want to add opinion i think uh why why is like why the taxi is very cheap because the the other option which is which is the public transportation as what uh, Sully said it's not working really well right yeah. usually in cities where the public transport is not that good the taxi is going to be a better option and it's going to be more functional than the public transportation that makes sense also also like i have a question like moving on to the another topic would be like you guys have traveled so many places in japan so what has been your favorite place not like based on your memories or food or what time you had what what was your favorite place that you traveled in Japan? I'll start with Shasta. Uh, for me, it would definitely be, this is a very basic answer, but it will be Kyoto. So I went right before the cherry blossom season. So I missed like the peak season where it would be very beautiful. But even when without the cherry blossoms, it's such a beautiful city. Um, it's like a perfect blend of um, urban city-esque aesthetic as well as um like the traditional, uh, traditional Japan, I guess. Um, and then I guess I also enjoyed going there with some of uh, the people who loved going to museums and stuff like that, that I also enjoy. So it was really nice. And um, my best memory of Kyoto would probably be wearing kimono. Um, at first we were like, oh, this is just like a gimmick, like maybe just tourists wear that. So we were very like, oh, we're not gonna wear kimono. It's so it's so basic. But then when once we went there like and everyone else was wearing um traditional kimonos and stuff. We wanted to wear it too, and it was really um, interesting. Uh, I see. How about Rehan? To be honest, I think you asked the wrong person here because I only traveled to like two major places. Before I came to APU, I've never been to Japan. like So it's my first time. It's my first trip to Japan. And the trip lasts for one and a half years. So yeah, it was a quite amazing trip. But still, 
I've I've never been to like Tokyo, Kyoto, Osaka. I've never been to that place. You know, it's just so sad. But like the places that most people have ever been, I've never been there. But the place that people have never been there, I've been there. So that's the interesting place. Even so, like last year, actually last year had more stories on it because like I went to uh, like Northern Kyushu, so Fukuoka, Nagasaki, Kumamoto. Yeah, so that the Northern Kyushu part, and we went there with twenty-two people. Whoa. I was only here for three months, and then I had this crazy idea. Okay, so if it's if AP is this so multicultural, let's have a trip with as many people as possible with diversity as varied as possible, right? And then we did. We went with like twenty-two people, all arranged by ourselves. And then we were we were like just some some study tour, you know, some field trip, cool, c- coming from somewhere. And then like anyone, everyone was asking me like, "Oh, where did you get this information? What about what? Yeah, about this field trip, field trip. What field trip? Yeah, you're going to Kyushu with these twenty-two people. Oh yeah, yeah. And we were just joking. Ah yeah, I sign up for some uh, a program from campus terminal. You know, you didn't see the news, right? Ah. Oh my god, I missed the news. It looks so funny. Yeah, of course. And then there was no APU teacher, but we got credits for that. <laughs> Where did you find 22 people? Like, it's hard to make a trip with like three people. And 22 people and like agree on everything. We were all still in AP house. Ah, uh, okay. We were all we were all just fresh, freshmen. And the thing is, because at the time, late 2020, early 2021, it was a really different AP house, right? There was only like probably 10 the ten percent of the residents are international. The other ninety percent is Japanese. So, it was just us and Japanese students. It was very hard for international students to make friends because there was no people. And then when I had this idea, and then we also so we just asked like all the international students that we knew from AP House, and we and we went to Kyushu, and we knew that because we are still in our first semester, we didn't know anything about Japan, we didn't know anything about traveling culture, so we invited uh, our Japanese friends, but they are English based students. That that's the beauty of uh, AP, right? You can you can actually have uh, Japanese people who are actually very good in English. So it it was like, and then how to like decide on the on the destinations? Mostly it was just the committee of the trip itself, the committee member, which which was me and my three other friends. Because it, this is our idea, right? The other fourteen, fifteen people, they were just joining. It feels like a study trip. It feels like a field trip because everyone is just following. But since we were like we were traveling with large amount of people, we got to you feel the excitement like differently. And then there were more stories. But still, I think the best place for me it's still Hokkaido, because I don't know, I don't know like Tokyo and Kyoto. People said that probably it's just because you never been there. But still, like even Japanese people and I, I when I told him, you know, Hokkaido, no, Hokkaido ni ita yo. Soka, and then like <laughs> they were really, they were really surprised because they think that Hokkaido is so far away and it's so expensive and it's so unreachable for even for common Japanese people. Even like compared to my other travels in other countries to Dubai, China, Oman, it's still Hokkaido. Hokkaido uh, fit like like in the top spot because Hokkaido had everything. It's just like Beppu, but in a more grander scale. It's more. It's more complex and 
and at the same time it's more complete so we you could have like the shores in Hakodate but you could also have the white forest why it's called white forest because it's covered in snow in Asahikawa and also because of the circumstances itself there are more foreign people there than Japanese even though during COVID time it's just just like that so I had my culture shock in Niseko because people all speak in English and they were all king different than the, the people that we're gonna meet in Japan in other Japanese uh, countries. It, it feels like Okinawa in 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 sense that Okinawa is American style, but uh, the ski resort is in Hokkaido, particularly in Niseko. It's just like the ski resort in European style. So it was very fully westernized. It feels like I am not in Japan. I'm I'm in another ski resort in probably in France or in or in uh, Italy. But still. Hokkaido itself, in its true essence, it is very complex and very complete at the same time. The circumstances help the trip become a memorable trip. Yeah. Okay. How about sun? It's so funny that once go to the top of Japan, once go to the down part of Japan. Yeah. Yeah. True, 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 true. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, what is the question? <laughs> What's your favorite place uh, that you traveled to in Japan? Um, my favorite place in Japan will be, um, well, I think I like all of them. Maybe if I have to pick one, I'll pick the Tokyo trip that I went last, last year, 2021 this time. The time I was uh, go to, I, I went to Tokyo to watch Sakura, but however, I went there a little quite early at like in the middle of March, so the Sakura I saw only two sakura trees in, in Japan when I traveled. Only two sakura trees. <laughs> I was supposed to see the full blooms, but yeah. <laughs> because like, before I went to Tokyo, I checked that one world sakura will bloom. And then it say it would be between in the middle of March and the end of April. But I was, I was there for nine days, but I only see two sakura trees. Yeah. That was kind of sad story, but it was a very good experience because I went to a lot of places because places plus the price. Um, for nine days, we only spent around uh, less than Juman. Uh-huh. Yeah, less than Juman. We spent like around, yeah, over a little Hachiman. We live in the, the you know, the capsule holder, mm-hmm. the capsule holder and with my senior and every day is very tiring because we were forcing ourselves to travel okay uh-huh. silly what's your like recommendation um, for, um for me i think it would be osaka that was my very uh like that uh, my trip to osaka was very close to my heart it was a solo trip like i went one day solo and then i met my friends there so and i love the vibe that osaka gives it's very young and refreshing um, right yeah it's very young and refreshing like it's very different from um other places for example like i went to kyoto and kyoto also is like uh, amazing um but yeah a recent day i went to miyazaki as well and it's i haven't traveled that much in kyushu except like fukuoka and uh, miyazaki and i'm planning to go to nagasaki end of this month as like a solo tripish thingy but 
Osaka was fun. Like I feel it's very for us college students. Like there's clubs, there's street food. Street food is so cheap. Even like finding accommodation is so cheap. I remember my accommodation cost me only eight hundred yen per night, and it wasn't like a capsule hotel. It was a room, but it wasn't anything fancy. Um. So yeah, that trip was, and I planned everything by myself, like booking the ferry. And that time it was the go-to travel season, and it was so cheap. Like it was so 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 cheap. Um. And coming to like what we see, like when we travel, like as students, we know we cannot afford anything like fancy. We cannot afford like fancy hotels. So, what are your priorities, guys, when you like do your travel itinerary? Like when you plan your trips, what do you guys look into? I'll start with Shasta. Um, I think for me, um. I guess I look into how expensive it is first and foremost, and after that, I think from now on I'll also look into comfort because, like in my last trip, um, I took the I used the station Kipu Station Pass, so it's like the seasonal pass in Japan. It only costs like twelve thousand yen, and you can use any of the local trains. So I went to um, Nara, Osaka, and Kyoto, like all the way there to the Kansai region from Kyushu. On train and on the first day, it was like eighteen hours of travel. It was very cheap and like um, it was fun because I was just with my friends. It was we were just reading on the bus the entire time, just chatting and all that. But it was eighteen hours, and by the end of the day, we were so tired. So like we began our trip feeling really tired. So I think from now on, maybe I would kind of like think about comfort a little bit as well. But I guess like um um. In a way, priority is kind of like budget because Japan, like traveling here, especially if you go to a bigger city, it's really expensive. So maybe look for um, cheap hotels with your friends. Airbnbs are cheap if you go with um, a large group of people. And I think I always look for bus passes or um, train passes. So uh, especially if you're sightseeing a lot, you, you need to go from one place to the other place quite often. So, uh, for example, if you go, if you have to travel in. Kyushu, there is the Kyushu,、uh, Northern Kyushu Pass or Southern Kyushu yeah, Pass. So those are really、okay. cheap. Yeah, that would be my recommendation.、Uh, I also went to Tokyo with the same ticket that you do. Oh my god, it was so tiring the whole trip. <laughs> Tokyo is even、yeah. further than Osaka. Yeah, yeah. So we stopped in because, like,、uh, when we reached Osaka, it was around eight p.m. already. So we cannot. Use the train, local train anymore to Tokyo. If not, we were stuck in the middle of between Tokyo and Osaka, so we have to use bus from Osaka to Tokyo.、Uh, so it's it's、wow. like more, yeah. It's literally, literally long, like a one day, the whole day, because we start from Bethel like six a.m. and then we reach around Osaka around eight p.m. and from from nine until in the morning seven around seven, we were on the bus to Tokyo. It's like the whole day.、Mm-hmm. Okay, what about you guys? How about Suli? What is your、um, priority when you travel? Like, like now I feel I can travel like as same as everyone. I think it's like the price. I cannot be fancy with my、uh, trips. So basically, I look、uh, into cheap accommodation. But for me, I don't want to compromise on 
food sometimes i do sometimes i do uh, i don't want to compromise on food and the places i go so whenever i'm on trip i don't sleep that much i wake up at like 6 7 am i try to go to as many places as possible in a single day um other priorities uh would be like the people i take i don't like to travel in two huge groups because then there is like the awkward pauses between people so i either travel with like a few people or alone i've traveled to many places alone but usually when i go alone and then i meet someone over there so it's always balances out for me but it's nothing out of um, anything common my priorities i think match up with every other international student in japan how about raihan To be honest, yeah, budget is just the first thing, right? Comes to mind if when when we are trying to planning on a trip. But still, I think uh, having having not been to Tokyo, Osaka, or the mainstream places in Japan, I'm trying myself to go to the not famous places first. Then just save Tokyo and Osaka for the last part, like for my fourth year, for 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 the end of my AP journey. So. Like I'm, I'm planning to have a trip to Shikoku, Shikoku Island, this uh, quarter break because it's just so near Beppu. Yet when I say Shikoku, many people still ask me like, "What Shikoku? Shikoku is like another island, you know? It's it's not Honshu, it's not Kyushu, it's just Shikoku, and it's it's near Beppu. And then like we have ferry every day bound to Ehime, which is one of the prefecture located in Shikoku Island. So. I think uh, since my trip to Nagasaki and Kumamoto last year, I know that I want to go to places that people never been there before. Even though it requires a lot of effort, especially to arrange the trip, yeah, it's better to go like on a small group or even like just by yourself. So, yeah, I think I'm a more adventurous kind of type traveler rather than like urban city traveler, no. I mean, I love I love urban cities, but still even I found waterfall in Beppu. Like, do you know what there's a waterfall here in Beppu? Is Bepu? it the one right. behind Suginoi? Yeah, the one behind Suginoi. I mean, if you don't, yeah. if you don't go on adventure a lot, you you will not come across these interesting places even in Beppu. So, yeah, I think I'll try to look for places that people have never been there before, or it's just like so unheard of, so I can have a first story to talk about it. Right. Okay, I think we should probably wrap it up. We've been speaking for almost forty minutes, yeah. so yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Um. So thank you guys for being here. Do you guys have any like final maybe advice or anything that you want to say? Maybe to first year students. So we're expecting a lot of um, new students um this spring. So yeah. yeah. Uh, do you have any advice or any like last words regarding travel? Okay. Okay. I guess I'll start. Mm-hmm. So I think for me, um, if I had to give an give some advice to Uh, people who are coming to Japan for the first time, I would say maybe start with Kyushu. So traveling in Japan, it can be kind of intimidating, and especially if you start um, by like going to the major cities like Osaka or Tokyo, they're really great. Like Suli said, like Osaka has its own vibe, and yeah, I, I kind of like it more than Tokyo as well. Um, it's very different, but maybe if you're Here for the first time, and like kind of like budget is a concern, and if you're intimidated by how travel works, maybe start by Kyushu. Even if you just go to Fukuoka, like you're gonna understand bus, how to contact the bus, how to book, like what kind of accommodation to book, and like you know you can still go to. Uh, there's so many places in Kyushu. Like I'm just repping Kyushu, I guess. Following on what Sasa said, my advice to 
fresh freshmen, especially people who've never been to Japan, I think you can start with Beppu. I know Beppu is very small town, but to be honest, if you take the Kamenoi route, you're gonna see a lot of like interesting places that you cannot uh, think of before you actually uh, went there, right? Like start with Beppu and with Oita, then after that you can actually gradually find your interest because Beppu is such a, a place for people to go on adventure, and Oita is pe- people who want to go shopping. You need to know your preference, then you can create like a more suitable travel itinerary. How about you, Suli? Um, I I think as everyone said, as Rehan said, like yeah, start with Beppu, start small, go to Kanawa, then maybe go to Oita, then go to Fukuoka, start with Kyushu, and maybe then broaden out, or you can just go jump to Hokkaido and go then to Okinawa, then go to the main place. It's totally up to you, whatever you guys think. Go abroad as well. Go to Korea. I really wanted to go to Korea during my college year, but it didn't happen. But Asan, uh, uh, yeah, Asan is excited. What would you say? Last words. Oh no no! I I want to go to Korea. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, North Korea. Oh, Korea? North Korea? Uh, um, I don't think that's possible. Then. <laughs> but you can go to the DMZ area. Yeah. Uh, one more thing I've decided. Um, when you travel with someone, if your nakama is not uh same personality as you, I kind of I travel with different kinds of people to different places because I cannot be if possible. I want to travel with the same person all the time, but uh, it just happened to me to travel with different kinds of people. So sometimes I have to travel with people which is uh a completely different personality as me which is they my one of like one of my friends more likely into flowers and stuff and i'm more likely into amusement park and stuff so in that kind of case it's so hard to adjust so i think picking the travel traveling partner is also very important with that this uh, the first episode of season four comes to an end Thanks to our audience for listening to us for the past three seasons. Uh, please visit our Instagram page at the Kaiva Podcast. Uh, visit us for any question, comments, feedback, topic, or guest recommendation. And our credits goes to our editing team led by Eugene, PR and marketing team led by Yuma, and graphic design team led by Tomoka and Kokoro. And see you guys in the next episode. Bye bye.